Welcome to another edition of the Hangout Podcast. This is your host, Juan Hernandez. On today's show, I have first-time guest, uh, I would say long-time friend. We've been friends for a couple, each other couple a years. Yeah. Uh, fellow co-worker to this day and fellow friend. Uh, introduce yourself. Mark Slaughter, uh, and maybe future host of recordings. Future ho- co-host. I am <laughs> seeking another co-host. No uh, offense to my fellow co-host, fellow friends, uh, but when I do have people on, they're always welcome to come on. So. Well, maybe not necessarily co-host, but host of the podcast host in a podcast. physical space type of way, since so, we're at here, my apartment. Since we're <laughs> close to monetizing this thing, and you're going to start charging me a fee to come over. Ooh, do I get a cut now? <laughs> I mean, I'm first time, certain but... Per- certain percentage. It's like a dollar or something. Here's your fee. Per, per hour, <laughs> so... Ooh, okay. First time guest, is this kind of like a first for you? Yeah, uh, I mean, I've always been interested in podcasts. I've wanted to do one, and I had plans to do one with a friend of mine a couple of years ago. And that's why I'm so interested in like actually being able to participate. But, you know, people, people get married and have kids, and they plans do. fall through. And I don't know if I can carry one by myself. <laughs> well, I've been able to do it, so I think you can as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've listened to yours, so obviously I, I, I get the gist of it. I've prepped myself. I've done my homework on you. Oh, yeah? Yeah, studied you, everything that you say, you do. I memorized all your podcasts. Kind of like the intricacies and the little... There's a lot that goes behind this, too. That's true, and I did none of the works. So (laughs) that's all you, and I'm proud of you for it. Thank you for hosting me. Well, thank you for coming on. This has been another... No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Um, I had a friend of mine that was telling me this this morning mm-hmm. she asked me how long have you been doing it and i just start going off i said look i've been doing it this long because it right. goes back to when i was in college right that's right. how it really started and i come across people that i know all the time say hey i listened to an episode or um i really like this and have you seen this like i had a cousin of mine reply to me on facebook about some Halloween movies, and it's just so crazy to think that people are actually listening to this. I do. I'm a long-time listener long as time. of, like, a week ago. From the very first episode. <laughs> and that was, like, a year ago that you first started posting, right? Posting. Actually, post. yeah, because I, I really made it official as far as being on the different platforms like iTunes and Spotify right, yeah, yeah. and YouTube and SoundCloud. It's been about a year already, right? I really started getting more, I guess, more active on it. And right. Because before it was just nothing but YouTube. And I'm like, I got I to gotta step it up a notch. I got to figure this out. How It's not going to be at the Joe Rogan level, but that's not what I'm trying to do. Everyone starts somewhere. So and he started, when he started, he, it was just two guys in front of a computer just talking about nonsense. Right. And look where it's at now. He's had... He's had everybody from Edward Snowden to you name it. He's had Bernie Sanders. It's true. But you've got a lot of things going for you, too. So whatever it is that blows up, your music career, your, your wrestling career, wrestling. whatever it be. What, whatever, whatever that is. <laughs> and then I'll be famous by association. Yeah. Who, who, <laughs> how did you get this far? And, oh, well, you know, I like to thank these people. And, you know, 
probably forget to and mention. People you. ask, how did you get this fine back? I knew someone that did great things. Yeah, I'll probably I, get. You probably come sue me, and <laughs> I invited him to my apartment yeah. one time, and, and that's how I'm famous. And then this happened. So it's been quite quite the ride, and it's it. To me, it's uh, it's fairly easy to do, but right. it hasn't been easy at times. You know, especially when I first started, because. You gotta build your audience, and what do you talk about? Yeah, it's kind of hard too. Like learning the the basics of it. Then, am I just talking to myself because no one's listening? Yeah, yeah. it's hard. So I did that a couple times. I've where I stopped and thought, man, who's listening to this? And I really, I really took a liking to it when I was in college because people were actually listening. Um, we ended up splitting. My colleague and I we split the work where he was interviewing people at the school mm -hmm. and I was interviewing, interviewing people outside of the school. Okay. So it was anybody I wanted to interview. Right. And we just kind of meshed that together. We had enough content to go for, for weeks at end. And we had an advisor that just totally did not get the whole idea of this. He's um. like, what's a podcast? He was very <laughs> old school, still trying to stick to the yeah, physical newspaper. Yeah. Oh Lord. And I tried to explain to him so many times. I'm like, dude, I'm telling you right now, this was 20, mm -hmm. 2014. Yeah, it's a couple of years ago. So it's right around the time where podcasts really starting to take traction. I think at the time it might have been just Adam Carolla, Joe Rogan, a couple of the wrestlers that yeah, I know. Yeah, it's only been super recently that a lot of like well-known people have kind of like piled onto the medium. And now, and now it's to the point where next thing you know, it's going to be the Mark Slaughter podcast. It's like, what is he going to talk about? <laughs> I mean, please like, subscribe, follow Rate me. and review. Follow me on everything and in person. I'm needy. <laughs> it's very important that you do, people. <laughs> it's just so crazy how far this has come. And it, it only motivates me, like I was telling you the other day, to, to, to keep going. Yeah. To just, and just to improve. Because people are liking the format obviously it's only 30 minutes long i'm not trying to uh, let's get one thing straight i know that people have a lot of things to watch that's true a lot of uh, things oversaturation that they, a lot of things that they stream on netflix hulu um any other streaming site you might have YouTube, TV, TV, internet in general, everything. And then you have your podcast that you listen to. So whether that be Joe Rogan or whatever crime story podcast you listen oh, to. Oh, super popular. We should do that. Let's commit a crime and then talk about it. I met this girl. <laughs> I met the. <laughs> I don't think that would go over well mm. in the line of work that we do. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> I still want to keep a job. I want to keep this podcast running. I mean, so do I, you? <laughs> I have to, well, I have to pay pay for this okay, somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. yeah. True. I can't be panhandling. I'm not money. funding you. <laughs> I don't think anybody is. But I lost my train of thought. What the hell was I talking about? Um, the medium podcast. So people have a lot of podcasts they listen to. I met this girl at, at the gym that I go to. She subscribed to it and okay. said that she likes to listen to those crime story podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm not very familiar with the popular ones that there are right now. I'm not either, honestly. But definitely a popular topic. And so we have that. And then I know there's a lot of people that still subscribe to satellite radio. So mm -hmm. you have your shows there. Oh, yeah, that's true. I mean, it's endless, dude. But see, the thing is about podcasts, I think that really sets the medium apart from everything else. Because, like, picture this. Like, 
we drive a ton for work, right? Right. And so the thing is, like, you can only you, – you, you, you put on your music, your playlist, you listen to it, but day after day, like, you hear – even though you're, like, you're listening to songs that you love, sometimes just, like, I don't know, like, you get that oversaturation, like, do I not – I don't like this song as much as I thought I did because I listen to it day in and day out. And so that's what happens to me, like, when I got into podcasting was it was something new to listen to when I have to go – 45 minutes out to Cyprus. I mean, I'll put on a, I could listen to a whole podcast just the way out there, let alone the rest of my drive, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've gotten like that. I got like that with terrestrial radio. I, I don't think I've listened to terrestrial radio in I don't know how long, just because of the same thing. It's the same songs over and over. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, that's what same, basic radio is, yeah, too. The same Led Zeppelin song, the same yeah. ACDC song. I said, can you guys just play something else? These guys, have, I get it. It's the radio hits, whatever. So I ended up getting a free trial for Sirius XM about three okay. months ago. They offer some pretty good channels, too. They got, like, Ozzy's Boneyard, and they play a much more variety of songs still more in the same vein right and i said you know what i'm just because i have a really big music collection at home and yeah because you're super into music it's just like i'll just go back and put my put my music on and just listen to that instead i mean i guess maybe it's a little bit different because like you obviously like you're way more into like music and the music scene than i am so for me, it's like I'm, I'm a I'll consider myself a casual music person. So I guess it's probably easier for me to burn out just listening to the same stuff or, you know, the radio. Yeah. And I, think, you do. I think that's most of the people that I know. Yeah. They're just casual music fans and they know that I'm really into this stuff and that I go to the concerts, that I buy the CDs. Yeah. That yeah, I yeah. actually try to play the instruments, try to learn at least True. <laughs> that I talk about it so much is like. I should just be a DJ or something. Yeah, you know, and it's much on, easier, on I think, from that perspective for you to be able to deal with that. For me, it's just, that's why I get tired of it. And like, ugh, I, have, I have no real music talent. Like I told you earlier, I play French horn in high school, yeah. middle school. <laughs> like, Didn't go over well with the ladies, huh? Yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> I mean, what can maybe, you do? Maybe like, there's one girl out there that might like it. Ladies, I don't know who's really into it. Okay, them. yeah, give, give, me a, give us a message if... If anyone likes the French horn of without course. any other instruments, yeah, it, it's either that or go for the guy that you know that's trying to be like I don't know Eddie Van Halen or something like that. No, I'm st- I'm I'm the I'm pretty much the top of the game. Oh, so you're horn. like the Eddie Van Halen of the French horn? Exactly. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. <laughs> Which still is uh, yeah, still not not quite there. Yeah, I'm not gonna get any followers from that. <laughs> probably be. It'll probably be. Good enough to play in like a, I don't know, some type of cover band that might need a French no horn. No cover band needs a French horn. No, you don't think so? But, okay, pitching an idea, you start a band with me as a French horn. How many regular bands, how many bands have a French horn? Orchestras have French horns. Bands don't. So, you have new the, idea. The occasional, well, you might be onto something, you have the occasional saxophone solo here and there. Exactly. Some, some other brass instruments, but no French horns. No French horn. That's Name a good idea. For your entire music knowledge, how many bands have a French horn? 
None that I can think of right now. Okay, now I'm earning my worth here. <laughs> you, could probably, you could probably program some of that stuff on a computer to make That's it sound tr- like a French horn, but not an actual one. It's an underutilized instrument. <laughs> yeah, and it kind of goes back to my whole thing about music. I get so crazy about people actually playing their instruments as opposed to just being a, a celebrity DJ or something like that. Right, right. I mean, there's something about, like, you could do all those sounds digitally now, and that's amazing. There's always something to, like, the actual physical skill. And that's what I was telling you earlier about wanting to play, like, keyboard and, like, just to get piano skills. I feel like I've I've been kind of, and I have to apologize, I feel like I'm just kind of at a constant right now. I don't know, it's because I just got off work a little while ago, or I'm just trying to get into it, or I don't know, I just feel like I'm not going nowhere with this right now. <laughs> Nonetheless, uh, it's a Saturday, I had to work today. Yeah, I know. So that's, that's probably what it is, I'm kind of I'm kind of fried from the week, so, but there's no excuse not to do this. No, that's how you, that, I mean, I feel the same way too, it's a weird, it's a weird dynamic when you work on a Saturday, yeah. but it's like you're at work, but for us, being a casual work day basically because like you you have to show up to work but you don't want to work and i don't yeah exactly i I do the same thing i show up on saturday like i'm in jeans and tennis shoes and i'm like okay today no one's gonna bother me there's nobody in the office i'm gonna get stuff done but then like no one's here (laughs) i'm not getting anything done nope then you get off work and it's Two, three o'clock on a Saturday, and you're like, well, it basically was a work day. Yeah, yeah, that's stressful. Pretty much, you ate up your whole day, as opposed to not going to work on Saturday and just chilling. <laughs> I mean, I guess it was a little bit easier for me because obviously I didn't work today. I flexed off yesterday because I worked last Saturday, so it's a little easier for go. me. Like, yeah, sometimes, especially in our job, like when you work in a job that's like very socially oriented. And you work with a lot of big personalities, obviously. Like, we know a lot oh, of big man. personalities. Where do I start? <laughs> and that's what makes it hard. It's like, you have to be on 24-7. So when you think about you and your situation, like, to go to work, to be around big personalities, to be social with the people that we work with, not just, like, our coworkers, but the people that we work no, with on our caseload. Of course. And you have to be social with all these different dynamics. And then you get off work, but you have to talk to your family. You talk to your friends. And now you're doing your podcast. Or like, they're like me. Don't talk to me. I just got home. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's the don't, old man mentality. Don't talk to me. <laughs> now you know how. Because that's what my dad used to say when he came home. I was like, I just got off work. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Like, Dude, that's how my dad is. Like when he's uh, about to eat. There better be no nothing about, oh, someone's arguing or they're arguing. Because he's like, can I just eat in peace right now? Yeah. And, and that's that's part of growing up, though. It's like you realize you've become like, <laughs> your become dad. dad. I think I'm getting there slowly. Oh, uh, yeah. Old, slowly. Old man Hernandez over here. <laughs> I, I do get his, the stu- the, his stubbornness. I do, I do have that. And so, what else? I don't know. I've never seen it. Who are you? <laughs> I'm somebody out, uh, outside, outside of work, Mark. That's true too. And a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't. Even at work, people see me as this. Uh, and I'm. That's really how I am. Really everywhere at home, and of course at home is sometimes it's different. Because at home I'm just talking in Spanish all the time. Oh really? Um, yeah, with, okay. with my parents and 
uh, my brother were just fucking around, like, talking right. about stuff. And then with my friends, more of the same thing. We're just talking about stuff. And at work, it's more of the same, just, I guess, less amplified. It's different. Like, for me, it's different because I compartmentalize every aspect. Yeah. I mean, obviously, this is the first time, like, us... This is actually the first time us hanging out outside of work. I think and so. so. I've had several of those first with other fellow coworkers that 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 we know, and it's just I don't know. It just feels feels natural to me. It just feels natural. I feel like if I would have hang out with somebody else, I at least try to hang out with somebody else. Right. It wouldn't like click. And see, for me, it's like, I have, I feel like I've compartmentalized every aspect of like where I'm at. So like my work personality is different than my hangout, chill personality, or yeah. depending on, or like yeah. with my family personality. Yeah. And it's, it's hard because I feel like sometimes when I hang out, like, oh, is this person going to think like, oh, why are you so different? Yeah. Like, why are you such an asshole? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to be, but yeah, you know, I, I learned that when I first started working down there in, in Seabrook, I, I learned how to yeah. how to turn it on and turn it off, which is what they teach us in the academy. And that was an experience that changed me as a person. Like not not the academy, that yeah. was like a week, <laughs> but yeah. the whole being there and like when you realize you have to be around so many dif- different people constantly, and you have to be that alpha personality, like to be able to turn that on. But then go home and, like, who are you anymore? Because we, I mean, you know, we spent so much of our time there that we felt institutionalized ourselves. Well, that's, that's one of the reasons I had to get out of there, too. Yeah. Because yeah. even working there as a JPO, it was still more of the same thing. All, all I got was a, to share an office with somebody. You know, in that case, we ended up sharing an office with, with uh, our buddy Clark. Yeah. That was probably... The funnest, uh, the funnest time, probably the funniest moments happened, you know, working with him. To this day, even to this day, man, we reminisce about stuff. Which is funny because now, like, with him kind of being displaced with his, with their situation over there. Yeah. So he's been, like, kind of temporarily, like, a refugee in the office next door to me for a while. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. I forgot about that. Yeah, so, I mean, I've seen him a little bit more uh, because of that. So it's like... Wow, that's crazy. Uh, that there's, that there's that he's still there. And that they're still working on that stuff. Yeah, I mean, well, progress is slow. It takes time. That's the county, too. So. <laughs> no, I yeah. kind yeah. of expect that. Dude, it's crazy how... I would have never thought... You know, I think we we're probably. I don't know how long you were. You had already been working there when I got there. Yeah. For how long? I started in 2013. Oh, so you've been there for two years already. Exactly. Yeah, you were. You really weren't there in the grand scheme of my version of that place. Wow. You were a newbie. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. And then, how long were you there before you actually left after I, I got started there? Started. August 2013, and I pretty much left maybe like July, August of 2015. So that same year that I came in. Yeah. So wow. You were you were that fresh in my mind. Man. Yeah. And then shortly after I left, I was like, wow, this is. I was like, man, what the but, hell but happened the, here? What was weird was like when you were that that short time that you started was the crossover of a lot of people that we know. 
like the old guard basically oh yeah all the really mm. cool people were there and leaving around the same time that you started and i left and yeah so that's we true. knew a lot of those people which none of them are there now and oh, i that, don't remember or know any of them that are there that place point. is a completely different different place from even from when i was there when yeah. i left a year ago that place is just run down literally run down oh man has it has it been that long i've been out of there for like four years aren't would you would you, would you ever go back I'm, <laughs> if they offered you a i mean if they offered me more money <laughs> no, would you put up with that the drive from here to i mean i i I was born and raised in that area. Yeah. So that makes it convenient. But so I know a lot. I know people from there. I know the area. But to go there, like drive that distance. Hell no. uh, No, because can I I say like the general region of the city that we're at? Oh yeah, we're at an undisclosed location in Houston slash Midtown. Yeah. So I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say specifically where. I don't know if you have stalkers or something. I might. Um, I mean, if they knock on my door, then I'll be like, "Wow, you're really popular." Like the, <laughs> like the last, the last time that I recorded, it was at an undisclosed location uh, at Mason Park. My buddy was like, it's "Not really undisclosed." I'm like, "Well, they don't know exactly where we're at at the park." <laughs> Here's my GPS coordinates for all you listeners out put there. Put it on the on the Google Maps up A there. A true fan would listen. They probably would. As you're posting and find where you're at. They probably would. <laughs> They could probably hear some stuff in the background that would probably lead them to hear, which is not, you know, I, we could be, we could be, I'm not, I'm not even going to, I'm going to stop right there. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past somebody yeah, out there yeah, to mind no. where you're at, just as a child. No, they, they could, they could. That's why I don't put people's cell phones numbers out there or <laughs> only social media. That's the only thing because you still have to request to follow me just on Instagram. Oh really? I need your Instagram. But not on t- but not on Twitter. So. Are you not following me on Instagram? I don't think so. Uh, how dare you? Isn't that something? <laughs> how you'll have people's numbers, or or the other way around, you have them on social media, but you don't have their numbers. Yeah, it's just weird. I don't know how how that happened. What's well, 2019 like? I guess we're in a weird position, like in our age, to have basically grown up exactly. St- in the middle of technology like really taking a revolution trump. and like going off the deep end of and, and trump yeah uh, that too <laughs> like oh that too don't even mention that <laughs> this is not a political <laughs> podcast so we're just well my original s- idea was my my first oh, idea really? of a podcast was a political podcast oh, wow. yeah yeah with a friend of mine who basically like we were good friends but we had like completely opposite ideas oh okay and which does it's to say you can have those opposite ideas and disagree on things, but, but still yeah, be have a normal conversation. Yeah, and I know people get heated and they're like really invested in it, but at the end of the day, like, I mean, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna have an impact. But if you're friends, like, you'll overcome it and you'll be able to see like where somebody else is coming from. So it's like uh, yesterday. I was listening to Donald Trump Jr. on Chris Jericho's podcast. Okay. And so he's been getting a lot of heat for that. Oh, you know, quote unquote fans saying, oh, I lost total respect for you because you had him on. And um, I guess you support. It's like, dude, it's his podcast. He can have whoever the hell he wants. And see, it doesn't mean that he supports him. He's just, you know, he's there to talk about his book and they're going to talk about other stuff other than politics, I'm sure. And that's the thing, too, is, like, even if you disagree, 
honestly, even if I disagree with someone, like I don't want to silence them or yeah. ignore their opinion. I, I will tell you, like I don't agree with that, and this of is course. why I do. But you gotta listen to the to the other side too. Yeah. And I can't. I'm not gonna hate you for. It's like you know, for example, like my parents have their own opinions on Trump. I'm sure you probably right. know. You know, I have my opinions about the man too, but it's like, it doesn't get to the point where I, you know, wish you know anything bad for him to ha- to happen to him. And it's not even just. I and just, that's why it's so hard. Is this, it's not even just one particular yeah. event or political yeah. figure. It's any basic idea. Anything. Idea like the Me Too. I've I've always. I don't want to say I've always talked about it, but I've mentioned it in passing, you know, the Me Too stuff and the the whole gender um, identity thing. And There's so was, many different perspectives. Like, like how, how can you not talk about it without offending someone, yeah, you know? It's like, and, okay, I'm pro-abortion. Oh, well, you're blah, blah, blah. It's like, come on now. Like, just can, can you just have your own opinions and just shut up? Just don't say anything. <laughs> And, and see, me personally, I don't mind if people talk about it. It's just, yeah. I mean, we're not going to get, just listen and talk. And, you know, if you don't agree at the end of the day, you say, I just don't agree. And, I don't agree with that. And That's still just be not, friends. Like, it yeah. doesn't matter. People get so heated about the most random things. And I've never been that type of person. That's like, gonna, It's like, why? Yeah. It's like, why do you hate this? Why do you have just so much hate? <laughs> when you boil it down, it's like, we could, we could argue about... Because I know, like, you talk, you've talked on your podcast before about guns and stuff, and I might have a different opinion. Like, right. we could sit here and argue all day, but what comes down to is, like, we're here, we're friends. I mean, what's... And I'm still going to buy a gun. <laughs> <laughs> and see, that's your right. And I, I might disagree, but yeah. you do you. And yeah. that's the thing. And, like, we're, it's not going to matter at the end of the day. We could argue and disagree all day. It's like the people we work with, yeah. man. It's, we, tell, we tell them... You know, at the end of the day, if you want to follow these rules, that's going to make it easier for you and I. But if you want to try to buck the system, yeah, good luck. But you gotta you gotta suffer the consequences. You gotta pay the price. Yeah, and that's and that's like a lot. Of, I think that's a lot of like what I learned through, like even these past couple of years, is being able to like really see when you work with people that you disagree with or you have conflict with all the time you start being able to better handle it and not be so stubborn and focused on... Too, too emotional, too. Yeah. I used to be like that when I was, a, when I was much younger. It, suddenly, it would just be like, oh, I'll get mad about something, and now it's more just like, whatever, like, I guess. And doesn't it feel like a lot of stress is just yeah. lifted off of you? Yeah, it's like, okay, I guess you feel that way about me. I'm not going to change the the way I think or the things I believe in I it, it's the same thing it's like I tell people there's two things and I don't, don't really talk if the conversation comes up I'll talk about it like the whole gun yeah, thing and yeah, all that yeah. like politics or religion but I try to steer away from those two topics uh, as yeah. much as I can because of course people have their views on politics people have their views on especially religion is the one that I've, I always have the most tough time really? with because number one I'm and I'm probably going to get I'm not afraid to say it, you know, I'm not a practicing you know I don't practice my religion like I should I'm, a, I'm an agnostic so I mean the <laughs> I'm wavering on everything there you go, there you have it folks 
So yeah, and I, I and I just don't because mm. I don't want to use the excuse of I don't have time, but I just right. don't. I, I I believe in in the religion, you know. That's what I was brought up with when I was a kid, uh, as a Catholic, and you know that's something that my grandparents held near and dear till the end, and something my mom you know still holds, um, and I'm just like. And that's but but and that's the thing too. I was talking to my buddy the other day about this because he's very well versed in like history and uh-huh. uh, religion and a lot of stuff that's happened in the in the past. I just like to question a lot of things, man. I'm yeah. a very curious person by nature. I question a lot of shit. And I think that's a good mentality to have, though, because it's like okay, if you believe in this. Why do you believe in this? Right. And okay, why is this certain religion fighting against this religion? And what are you guys hiding over here in the in the Vatican? Right. Why are the archives sealed? What is? <laughs> what don't you want us to know? Conspiracy theory episode. There, there you go. And then, <laughs> why is the government not telling us about the UFOs and the aliens? And you go Area off the 51, deep end. On let's go. I think uh, what's his name confirmed it. Edward Snowden, I think, said that he. He looked looked, through the files. He looked into it. Yeah, I vaguely heard about that. But he said that if they're hiding it, they're hiding it really good. So (laughs) there's still that speculation there. I know the guy, what's the other guy's name? Bob Lazar, he did that documentary. on. He used to work at a facility near Area 51. And there was some, some shady stuff that he said. Really? I hadn't seen it. It's a good document. It's on Netflix. Bob Lazar. Okay. I forget what it was. Something UFO. <laughs> something, something. But that's just... Like I said, I question a lot of things. I think that's what people need to do more is, like, don't be so caught up in, like, your own worldview of things. And, like, learn learn from other people. Yeah, and that's why I like hanging out with people that are different. Be open-minded. And I know people have... Oh, well, you know, I don't want to hang out with him because he's gay or yeah. he's black. Uh, dude, I don't care. I really don't care. I honestly don't care what your orientation is, what your race is. Of course, if it's something that's outrageous, like, you know, like, like the stuff that's if going on. If you go home the, and you're a part of the KKK. Of course. Mm. Or if you're like, you know, Middle East, uh, you know, whatever they got going on. with Those type of beliefs that are like... Super Very out there, extreme. Yeah. Then yeah, that's something I have a problem with. But the average everyday, like just different than you, like you could learn so much from people. Yeah. That I guess what I meant to say was, if it's hurting somebody, then yeah, right. I right, don't right. believe in that. But I think that I know what you mean. But you know, if it's, I'm like, dude, I I know people that are gay, that are lesbian, you know, different races. It doesn't matter. I know. I'm living with a combination of those. <laughs> it, do, it doesn't. It really doesn't matter. I don't know why people get so get so hot about that. Like, I don't like, either. It's. I don't know. I'm not sitting here saying we're super enlightened, but yeah. you know, just like keep an open mind of everything you well, do. I mean, you know? you're gonna live your life hating everything. You like, really, out, really, you miss out on a lot of opportunities. I think it's a lot of like people get so set in their ways, like the routine, you know, the whole I get up, I do this, I get ready for work, I work yeah. eight hours, I go home, and then I'm gonna do this at the end of the day, like that type of so settled in your ways. I think you miss out on meeting a lot of cool people too. Yeah, 
It's a shame. And a lot of experiences, too. And that's why I just try to tell myself, like, get out. There's life outside of the apartment in your own little world. Yeah, like Outside of the internet. Outside of social media. <laughs> Go out and explore. There's a, I mean, there's a lot of stuff here in Houston that I still haven't. Like Midtown, man. I never, yeah. I never really came out here. Because, I, I, dude, Midtown has changed so much. Midtown and Montrose. I remember as a kid in the 90s. Yeah coming to Montrose and being like <laughs> it was just like this weird area where I guess it was kind of more taboo back then yeah yeah where now it's just like I find myself there every now and then like oh I'm going to half price books or I'm going to the Texas Art Supply to look for look at stuff or I'm going to what else did I have I mean, that I go frequent Barnes and Noble or Right, and then it wasn't until recently where I actually started going out to the bars and stuff, and I was like, "Oh, it's a whole different to... world in the city that you live." Yeah, at yeah. night I'm like, "I never knew this was here," <laughs> and oh look, this is close to this and that. And I was like, oh, "Wow, this is this is nuts." That's the kind of thing I challenge myself to go out there and like, you need to stop just going to the same place. Like, oh, I know I like this place, I'll go there. Like, Houston's a big city, like. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> yeah. But it's always changing. And everything, like, I mean, we're still young-ish, but think about the next 10 years. Like, I, I, live in the, I live in the East End. I can't begin to tell you how much that's changed in the yeah. last 20 years. From, you know, I'm sure you're familiar with the East End, you know, primarily Hispanic. Right. Yeah. Slash, I, I want to say Mexican. It's just primarily Hispanic because you have different people from different countries right right right. but now you're starting to see apartments like this pop up and condos and townhouses i'm like wait a minute what is going on here like i told my mom the other day i said look soon enough they're gonna kick us out of here welcome to gentrification they're gonna they're gonna <laughs> knock these apartments down and build them back up and we're gonna be living out in the suburbs yeah because they're spreading i mean third ward like that's that's probably a pretty big hot spot right now of oh yeah seeing like because because sometimes like i mean i've kind of looked at like um townhomes and stuff like near this general region of downtown midtown third ward the heights yeah just being able to see and so like i mean i guess the heights is probably more established but think about downtown close to third ward like around emancipation Mm -hmm. some of the like a lot of those places you could look and I could buy a townhome for like almost $300,000, but across the street, it's a fraction of the price because that's, that's the like kind of a line of where homes are being bought up and Mm -hmm. changed. And I mean, a real investor would get on that, but I guess I'm lazy. (laughs) Uh, I'm lazy too. Mm -hmm. I probably would have been there already, but I mean, you have everything there. You have... You have Minute Maid, you have Toyota Center, you have the Convention Center. Um, even downtown, man. The, the, when I was, and this was one of the things I liked when I was going to U of H downtown, exploring like everything that. Yeah. Even then, it's changed so much from what they have now. A lot of the stuff that's, that, was, that is there now was not there when I was there in school. That's I true. I was like, that is some BS, man. They have that, what's that place, the conservatory what's it what's it called the conservatory oh. it's like underground where you could actually go down oh the, i don't know if it's an official name it's just the underground yeah they sell like <laughs> they have like uh, they sell pizza barbecue they got the best 
barbecue sandwiches there that I've tried. <laughs> Went there one time. I met my buddy there and one of my older friends, and we had a few beers. I think by the end, I was kind of like having fun. I was a little. <laughs> I want to say blitzed, but I had a. There, I think we were drinking. I forget what IPAs they were. I don't know if they were St. Arnold's or something, but it was pretty strong. So that was that was a lot of fun i've gone out to check out the few clubs they have there at night with my buddy around this time uh, i don't remember because it was cold <laughs> uh just to kind of uh, just to kind of check out the scene what that's like see what the girls are like and you know everybody's just passing us through like okay i guess <laughs> that's the thing houston like people don't like Cause I've been to a number, like I've been to, to LA, to New York, to Chicago, and like their downtown central scene. It's none of those quite feel like Houston's downtown area. Like we're obviously super spread out, but I think what comes with that is our like going out evening nighttime scene is so fractured because you could be in this area of Houston and nightlife is like this, you could go 15, 20 minutes away and the whole nightlife scene there is entirely different. Oh yeah. Which is crazy. And like, that's why you have to s explore so much to be in Houston to like know where to go out. Cause you could, I could go to Washington. I could go to downtown. I could go to Midtown. Like I could go to Edo, like all those right. scenes. So don't call it that though. Don't call it, don't call it Edo. <laughs> really you don't like that term. There's a lot of, well, I guess people, I guess if you live in that area, you'll understand. <laughs> That's why when I started seeing these things pop up like, you don't, please don't call it that. It's not, just call it what it is. East Stand, Second War, Magnolia. I'm cool out there. Second War, baby. I know. I, I fall into the trap of everyone's popular colloquialism. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> like, no. So... This uh, this conversation is gonna continue, but for the sake of time, oh yeah, I know time. I know people, and that's been way past. Oddly <laughs> oh, enough, man. you didn't give me a signal. No, and I don't. It, it, I, I look when the conversation is flowing, I can s stretch it to as much as I want. True, it doesn't matter. It's my I'm the one doing this anyway. So. Oh yeah, you are in charge. I forgot. I'm in charge. I'm the host. <laughs> I'm the producer. I'm the, I want to say editor because I don't edit this stuff. I just mm. put it together <laughs> and I'm the, what else? You're in charge. That's all that's important. I'm in charge of the, the technical stuff too. Just Make up your own titles. Hooking, it's fine. hooking up this stuff. That's about it really. Oh yeah, I didn't And just help. booking the guests. Oops. So I'm the booking <laughs> manager too. So, and I don't have any budget. I just, my guitar center credit card is all I have to buy the, to buy this equipment. So big money. Yeah, it's big money. So I don't think I don't think I have more no more than two thousand bucks on there. Right oh now. Lord, let me rob you right now. Yeah, so I don't have it with me. So all right, so if we cut the podcast off, we know what happened. You know what I happened. robbed one. I started my own crime podcast, episode one. That friend I stole two thousand dollars from because he told me he had Just it. Just track down Mark Slaughter for me, please. I'm sure he's out there somewhere. <laughs> so. Mark, this has been a lot of fun. Thanks again for coming on. Yeah, we're gonna keep we're gonna keep uh, this conversation going for future episodes, which will probably take place right after this one, which is usually what happens. True. I'll be Pe excited for it. People people might not 
I mean, they know, they know. I don't try to make it like a big reveal. It's like, when did you record this? It's like, nah, we'll probably do it one, one after the other. Today's date is whenever you're listening. It's November. That's all you need to do. <laughs> so, uh, thanks again, guys, for tuning in. I know you guys are listening out there. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. I've yet to go on Stitcher and Google Play. That'll probably be my next move. I already rated, so don't look at me. But if you haven't, how dare you? Anything you wanna you wanna plug, Mark? Any um, social media sites, or just leave it as is. My 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 lame Instagram because I'm an old person. Uh, it is what is it? Hold on. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm stalling. Oh God, I'm panicking now. <laughs> it is Mark dot a dot slaughter Instagram. I post pictures of food and traveling and sometimes other things you probably won't see my face but i'm not a photographer i'm old i don't care but if you feel inclined there you have it folks follow me on twitter juan underscore a underscore h had that handle for a long time and request to follow me on instagram juan alejandro hernandez oh yeah let me do that right now there you go (laughs) there you go perfect time to send the request probably get ignored don't ignore me but uh thanks again guys for tuning in we'll see you next time